the first quarter. Here's a speed option. Tyrell pitches it last minute. Bobbled by Khalil. He's going to get it. Pick up enough for the first down. And then some. He's out across the 40-yard line. And a late hit flag will come in. That one will be on Monmouth. Surprise Tyrell pitched that so late. Bobbled Khalil. Ends up getting both hands on it. And he'll pick up about 15 and take the late hit penalty. Well, I don't think Lewis was expecting Maxwell to pitch the football as well as he did either, leading to the bobble there, but Lewis does a good job catching the football and then going up the field for a big game. Well, that'll put the dogs inside the 30-yard line. Trips to, or excuse me, deuces to both sides as Cagle checks in the game. Fake pitch to Cagle, wide opens Mike Estes over the middle, and he's going to be across the 15-yard line for a first down. The fake speed option to Cagle and thrown right up the middle for Mike Estes, the triple crown side end winner here in the Big South Conference. Hurry to the line, R. Gardner went off, excuse me, kept by Tyrell Maxwell, who's going to get out to around the five-yard line. Look like Cam Newton with the extended read option on that one. Kept it in the belly of the back as long as... And now Maxwell and Lewis will both be up over 30 yards apiece on the ground early on in this one. About 100 more to get to 1,000 for each. Heavy pistol set, two tight ends. Estes goes in motion. Khalil checks back in the game. Hand off to Khalil straight up the gut. He's going to fight for the first down. And he'll get the first down right at the three-yard line. The Dogs have first and goal from the three. And Garner looking to do a better job than they did last time unable to punch it in the end zone when they were looking at first and goal from about the four yard line had a couple of penalties end up hurting them on that one Khalil looking to tie the single season rushing touchdown record here for the running Bulldogs Estes in motion same formation as the last Maxwell takes the snap gives it to Khalil he stumbles trying to get to the line and he gets eaten up for a loss of one by the Monmouth defense. In the middle, who other than Mike Bassel? Well, this is a Garner-Webb team that likes to run the football up the gut. Monmouth has done a good job of stopping that so far today. Garner-Webb has had more success when they have bounced the football out wide. Two receivers to the far side, one man to the near side. Estes offset to the left. Second and goal from the three. Here comes the speed option. Pitched late to Khalil Lewis who gets in for the afternoon. Boom, baby. Touchdown, Gardner Webb. That's Khalil Lewis's 13th touchdown of the season, which ties him all time for the most rushing touchdowns in the season for the running Bulldogs. And that record set all the way back in 1996 for Gardner Webb. The red shirt sophomore getting the job done. The dogs up 9-0, waiting for the extra point. Snap, placement, kick up. And Schumacher makes it 10 as the dogs extend their lead to 10-0 here in the second quarter. 12.37 remaining on the clock. Keep it locked right here on the home of the dogs, WGWG.org.
I didn't see Tyrell complete a pass to himself. Yeah, I mean, so the running Bulldogs extend their lead by seven points on a nine-play 71-yard drive that took three minutes and 20 seconds off the clock, capped off by a speed option pitch out to Khalil Lewis from three yards out, tying the single-season rushing touchdown record in running Bulldog history. He's got 13 on the season. And more issues here on the kickoff with the wind causing the football to fall over. Well, it's interesting looking at the flags all over the field. From our angle, it looks like the wind's blowing across the field. From other angles, it looks like it's blowing north and south. I think the wind's not really sure what it wants to do either. Schumacher to kick, and the ball falls right before he's able to kick it off. But almost a good thing that, that it did fall as opposed to falling as he's kicking it would have led him not getting a good kick down the field at all, and I believe this means somebody's going to have to come in and hold the football. Well, in case you're wondering at home why we've seen so much of Jalen Cagle, number 18, Jonathan Blackman, sideline due to injury, he's done for the year. He's in street clothes on the sideline. Well, let's get the kickoff. Third time's a charm, and this one booted short down to the 15 and caught quickly. Ambush looking for some room. Great open field tackle at the 30-yard line. And that's where the Hawks will start out. Great special teams play by the running Bulldogs. And a really good job there with the ball being kicked as sure as it did, not letting Ambush get a good return like he did on the previous kickoff. Angel Guzman in on the tackle. Had some starts at corner last year for the running Bulldogs. Had a big pick six against South Alabama to start the year. That was last season. Man in motion, all the way across. They're gonna go with a little screenplay to that receiver who will get out of bounds after a gain of about three on the reception for Monmouth, number 38, Vinny Corasso, the wide receiver standing 5'7 from Tom's River, New Jersey. And Monmouth has liked throwing these short passes so far early on in this football game, not taking a chance deep downfield. They like the deep play. It's going to happen. While some teams like to run the ball to open up a deep threat opportunity, I think Monmouth decides to throw it a little short to open it up. Play action. This one going out to Vinny once more, and he'll get knocked out of bounds before the first down marker. I think they'll mark him short by just about a yard and a half. Vinny Grosso once more on the reception. It's going to be third and two for the Hawks. The Dogs defense looking for one more stop. And on this third and short, Monmouth now has numerous looks on what they can do. They've been able to run the football well, as well as throwing these short passes. Though we have not seen Shaney here the last two drives, man in motion. This one's going to go straight up the gut. And easily a first down for Monmouth on the carry was Zach Welch, the backup running back, the 225 senior. Picks up enough for the first down out to... Uh, let's say the 43-yard line. 11.08 remaining here in the second quarter. 
Shotgun look for Monmouth. Offset tight end on the right side. He's going to go in motion right to left. Three down lineman for Gardner-Webb. The typical 3-4 look. The base package set for the running Bulldogs. And there's a handoff once more. A few tackles broken. A flag comes in. He's out towards the 40-yard line in Gardner-Webb territory on the carry once more. Zach Welch but a flag way back towards the line of scrimmage and a holding on the offense. And Monmouth has really hurt themselves with some penalties here early on and this one, the penalty ultimately is what led to Gardner-Webb getting his first points on the board with the field goal and it has also stalled out one of their drives already and now putting them in a first and long. Because it is a spot foul and where the holding happened, it looks like it's gonna be about first and 13 from their own 40-yard line, opposed to being on Gardner-Webb's 40-yard line. Same formation as the last, offset tight end to the right side. This time they'll throw a man in motion. It's going to go jet sweep. That's a trick play going deep downfield. Dozier's got space, and he makes the penalty. Christian Dozier with the interception of a 24-yard line. Not a great throw by Monmouth. That was Kalu Dumas, the defensive back, who comes in as a receiver on that play to throw the pass. And that one's picked off. Well, he's looking for Reggie White Jr. right there. Dozier does a good job just running stride and stride with him. Does a good job adjusting, going up and catching the football. The Dogs now have first and 10 from the 24-yard line. Dozier comes up with a big play. No throwing football up here, okay? No throwing football up here, all right? Okay. Maxwell out of the shotgun, takes the snap. Play action for Lewis. He's got a man wide open. It's Adonis Lee at the 40. He'll catch it, get hit, knocked out of bounds. And another play action fake really gets this Monmouth Hawks team guessing because of how well Gardner-Webb has ran the football. Adonis Lee was wide open as the corner came up for run support. Two receivers to the right side, one to the near side. A quick pitch out to Khalil. He's got a block and he find the outside. He'll get knocked down after a gain of two yards as the dogs try to run it straight through the alley in the words of the great Vince Lombardi. That alley closed extremely quick. Well, Garner-Webb has not had a lot of success with their ground-and-pound style of football running right up the gut. They've done much better when they've been able to bounce the football out wide off of the option. Hand off to Khalil once more. He's looking for some room, and he'll gain about two or three yards on that one, bring up third and about five for the running Bulldogs. And you're absolutely right, Tyler. They have not been able to find much room to run up the middle. Kegel and Pear check in for Gardner-Webb. Twin backs out of the shotgun for Gardner-Webb. This one kept by Tyrell. He's got nowhere to go. And he'll get dropped for a loss of three on that play. A zone read kept it in the belly of the back as long as he could but realized either way there was nowhere to go. He'll take the loss, and Komornik will come out to punt. That was the Komornik for the first day. 
the former South Carolina Gamecock transferring to Gardner Webb's had extremely good success here in the Big South Conference for the running Bulldogs. 8.05 remaining on the clock. Warnick booms that one deep and it'll Go out of bounds right around the 10-yard line. A great job by Komornik to try to switch the field of play. And the official will change his mind and say that the ball traveled out of bounds at the 15. As the original spot was 10-yard line. Another official comes in and says, nope. Decided the 15 is where the ball truly ended up out of bounds. The dogs up 10-0 with 7.57 remaining here in the first half. Keep it locked right here on the home of the dog at WGWG.org. Comes out quick, snap quickly to Bahar, goes play action, thrown over the middle, cut for a gain of five, dropped immediately by the linebacker Corey Horn. That was a catch for number 83 for this Monmouth team. Number 83, Jake Powell, the starting tight end. Trips to the far side, one man to the near side. 3-4 look for Gardner Webb. This one a handoff. Straight up the gut and brought down Corey Horn with another big tackle. As Aaron Cook was in on that one as well. Goes for a gain of maybe one and third and four now for the Hawks. And that's the first time we've seen LeVon Chaney in a while. He gets the handoff and goes for just about nothing. And Corey Horn is a player who has seen increased playing time over the course of the season. Originally as a result of an injury and then comes in and just plays really well. Earned himself more playing time at the linebacker position for the Dogs. Little confusion for the defense of Gardner-Webb. Halfback split out, five wide look. Here comes pressure, looking, steps up, throws. It's going to be a first down. That one goes to Reggie White Jr. Having to improvise from the original curl route, comes back inside, makes the catch. And Corey Horn in on another tackle. Well, and on that catch for Reggie White Jr., that's going to be his third of the day, so that puts him second all-time for receptions in the season for the Monmouth Hawks. And off up the middle once more, dodging a few arm tackles is the back and brought down at the 35-yard line. Cheney on the carry, and he wiggles through 
for a gain of about seven yards. Chaney seen a little bit more time here late in the second quarter. Not sure if there was an injury or something that occurred early in the first. Glad to see him back on the field. Quick screen. This one goes to Ambush, trying to find some room. A great tackle by Jeter, but that'll be plenty for the first down as he's across the 40-yard line. What a good job by Chad Jeter chasing down Ambush as he was about three yards ahead of him. Jeter does a good job coming from behind to make the tackle. Chad Jeter coming in this game, 106 tackles on the season. Most in the Big South. He's on preseason All-American, a few different watch lists, definitely a player but the dogs will miss come next year. Here's a quick screen to the running back. And Chaney gets this one out to the far side, but he's brought down after a gain of a yard for the running Bulldogs was number 35, Dante Gordon, who's seen some increased action at the linebacker position, but I feel like we can say that about anybody at the linebacker position for Gardner-Webb. Well, we've seen those two names that we've mentioned, Corey Horn and Gordon, and also Justin Miller, Today as well, just a lot of players have been on that rotation over the course of the season. Man in motion right to left. It's the tight end. Play action. Looking deep downfield, and it's caught by White. Takes a hit, controls the ball, keeps his feet in bounds, and finally, a foot steps out. He thought he might have had some more room to run. A vicious hit coming from the safety. Thomas Adams on the far side. But a first down for Reggie White Jr. and the Hawks. Well, as he was going to turn upfield, that's when he ends up stepping out of bounds. Had he been able to keep his foot in on the sideline, he had lots of room to run down the field. Handoff up the gut for the Hawks. And the Dogs have, it, have had a lot of trouble stopping the run up the middle as the offensive line pushes him forward for a few more yards. That was the big 5'11", senior back, Zach Welch on the carry. This third carry of the day down to the 36-yard line of Gardner-Webb. Well, he just kept the motor running right there. It was a hit really short on only about a three-yard gain ends up pushing his way forward for a gain of seven. 3.45 remaining here in the first half. Dogs have a 10-0 lead. Trips to the far side. And now they'll bring a tight end back inside. Quick throw on the outside and a flag thrown on Monmouth. I believe they're going to get somebody for full start. Shift to players moving on at the same time for Monmouth. Five-yard penalty. It'll bring up second and seven for this team. The Hawks' young quarterback in Bahar has looked pretty good. 14 of 18 passing, only 75 yards, no touchdowns, but a good quarterback rating to go along with that. Handoff. On the sweet play, goes for about a yard. That handoff out to Cheney, who since that first drive really hasn't found any room to run. Well, we saw him over the course early here in the second quarter not be out on the field 
But on that first drive, he had 30 yards on the ground, now sitting at 40, so only 10 yards on his last five rushing attempts. Third and six now, four. Visiting Hawk. Heavy handoff goes up the gut for Cheney once more, who breaks a few tackles and falls forward to the 30-yard line. He got lost in the pile there. He's able to squeak his way through. And what do they say about short running backs, Tyler? They just did a good job right there picking up that first down, that's for sure. I think Gardner-Webb was expecting one of those short screen plays that Monmouth had usually been trying to do in those situations, not expecting the run there on third and six. Small backs typically get lost behind big offensive linemen. I think that's what happened there for the 5'9 Cheney. Here's play action looking deep. He beat the safety. He's got both feet. Reggie White Jr. touchdown. And we knew it would just be a matter of time before Monmouth would take their deep shot down the field, and they did a good job right there. The running game opened up the deep shot down the field. Reggie White Jr. does a good job making the catch and keeping his feet in bounds. Simply beats his guy, and safety help over the middle was late. Outran everybody, and Reggie White Jr. 30-yard touchdown grab from Kenji Bahar. White now has five catches for 63 and a touchdown. Extra point up and good from Matt White. And it's 10-7 with 2.20 remaining here. In the first half, we'll see if Tyrell Maxwell and company can lead a two-minute drill. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. One of the key things leaving the field victorious is having a good game plan. If you're looking for a game plan, spend money to a Jasper Bridge, and you could save hundreds on your car, just visit geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO for your free rate quote. Drawing up a game-winning play can be hard. Saving money doesn't have to be Geico. You'll find them inside each other on every sideline. Great news, running Bulldog fans. Big South Bulldog can save even more on Geico car insurance with a special discount. Visit geico.com slash big south for a free quote today. Leader. Big South Conference would like to thank the parties for their support this season. Start your day to run your spot away with made from scratch business for a BigSouthSports.com. Tell me the Big South Conference along with corporate sponsor Sunbelt Rebels is pleased to initiate a present scholarship. 2.20 remaining here in the first half. 11 plays, 85 yards, and 5.37 for the Monmouth Hawks, capped off by a 30-yard touchdown pass by Reggie White Jr., their dangerous wide receiver standing at 6'3", and he's only a sophomore. And they say he may be the face of the Big South in the next few years. And more problems with the win and the football. And I said while we were in a timeout that maybe the wind's died down a little bit, I guess... The winds have proved me wrong. As White looks to kick off, back to return for the running Bulldogs, Brody Rollins, along with number 23 for Gardner-Webb, Robert McCoy, who we've seen in the return game the last two years. Well, and now Monmouth is going to have to have somebody hold the football as it has blown over for a second time. 
strong winds here. The original forecast had it raining, cold, and windy. Gods gave us a pretty beautiful day, though, today. Not a cloud in sight. The rain has definitely held off. It looks extremely nice out. Changing of leaves on the trees. The weather's getting a little colder. And finally, about halfway through November, it looks like we have fall. Well, during the day, there's been some days still lately where it's been nearly 70 degrees, but it's been chilly at night. Fall is trying to make its way upon us. Hey, the both of us went up to Charlotte yesterday and sitting in the car, I said, man, how is it still in the mid-70s at 3 o'clock in the afternoon in mid-November? Two receivers to each side for Gardner-Webb. They got a lead, a two-minute drive. Here they have 2.20 left on the clock. Khalil Lewis in the backfield. Maxwell takes the snap, design quarterback draw, and this is where he can go to work. Stays on his feet after taking a hit. And finally brought down. He picks up maybe a yard on that one. He looked like he had a lot more room to run than he did. Well, Agbai Iroha does a good job coming in and grabbing him by his feet. Not letting Maxwell pick up any extra yardage. Two receivers to the near side. One man of the far Estes offset. Snap, handoff up the gut. It'll be brought outside and finally knocked out of bounds. Maxwell keeps himself penalty flag on the play. And a penalty, it looks like it's going to be a hold on the running Bulldogs, and you can't have self-inflicting wounds. It's exactly, exactly a holding. So second and almost 20 now for Gardner-Webb. Well, both of these teams have had numerous penalties in this game that have affected their drives. The big penalty last yard did not affect Monmouth, though, as they went on to go down the field and find Reggie White Jr. for the touchdown. Second and long for Gardner-Webb. And some miscommunication with the officials and the scoreboard. They'll add some time back to the play clock, and because it's a spot foul, Gardner-Webb will open with a second and 13, opposed to a second and about 20. Trips to the far side. Quick pitch out, goes to Khalil Lewis on the outside. He can't find anywhere to go, and he's dropped down at the 15-yard line. And that's a huge loss for the running Bulldogs. And a timeout will be taken by Monmouth as they're going to try to get the ball back once more before halftime. Well, now Monmouth is in a position now with Garner-Webb facing third and about 15 to where they can make a stop here. They Monmouth may be looking at a minute 20 minute 15 to try to go down the field to at least give themselves a field goal range to try to tie this game up before half. It'll be an official loss all a of six yards. Bring up third and third and 17 or third and 18 depending on the official spot. Official third and 18. It's a little like Maxwell had some forward progress, but I guess running backwards didn't help Khalil in that situation. Monmouth only has six in the box. Maxwell's out of the shotgun. Takes the snap. Hand off to Khalil up the gut. 
And he'll get out to the 22-yard line before being brought down. Monmouth takes another timeout with a minute 32 remaining here in the first half. So Gardner-Webb goes from an opportunity to be able to try to march down the field and add some more points. So now Monmouth in the driver's seat to try to add some points before the end of the half. Monmouth's defense does a, does a good job there coming out and making a stop at a time where they have to because if Gardner Weapon went down the field and picked up even three points there, they come out and they get the football to start the second half. They would have had momentum on their side. Now Monmouth has a chance to take that momentum away and go down the field to tie up the game or even potentially go on top heading into the half. Komornik out for the second time today for Gardner Webb. Gardner-Webb's really struggled to get anything going in the offensive game. Only 140 yards of offense compared to Monmouth's 172. A flag on the near side. This one a line drive kick fielded at the 35-yard line. A few blocks and brought down after a gain of 10 yards out to the 45-yard line. On the return for Monmouth was number 34, Zach Welch, the big running back. And I believe they're going to get... Moment for offsides right here. Question is, do you want to repunt? Or the even bigger question is, is it a dead ball foul? And it will be a dead ball foul, and the dogs will repunt. So Kamorna comes out once more, back to return. They're going to change the return man on this one. It'll be Vinny Grosso, the 5'7 junior wide receiver. So with 125 remaining here in the first half, the dogs punt once more. Grosso standing at the 35-yard line. Now we have a stoppage in play and where the ball should be spotted. We're just some miscommunication out on the field between the referees trying to figure out where to spot this football. And they have now marked it. Well, then they pick the football back up. So their confusion continues to remain. And now the head official will run out to the side judge. I also believe Monmouth's arguing there should be time put up on the clock. They're going to head to the booth to figure all that out. And while they do that, we'll take a break. 125 remaining here in the first half. Dogs up 10-7. Keep it locked right here on the home of the dogs, WGWG.org. Bachelor of Science and Business Administration, Gardner-Webb University offers an affordable opportunity to complete your degree, allowing you to aspire to greater professional ability and higher earning potential. Learn more about how you can ignite your career at gardner-webb.edu/dcp. BigSouthSports.com is the source for all conference information news, results, and so much more, plus video on the Big South Network with all streamed events free and available on your mobile devices. While you're there, vote on the UTS fan poll. 
and stay current with everything Big South. All this and more at BigSouthSports.com. Get social with the Big South. Join our always growing network of fans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and more. Be part of the discussion now using hashtag Big South and connect with us through BigSouthSports.com. Follow, watch, like, and share with the Big South Conference. After some confusion, it looks like the officials are still at this point trying to work it all out. And Tyler, let's go ahead and try to look around college football and figure out what's going on. Ohio State in a tight one with Michigan State. 17-10, Ohio State in the lead, the number two team in the country. Remember last week we saw number two, three, and four all lose in their respected games. LSU and Florida halftime, LSU up 7-3. Apparently there was a scuffle at the beginning where police actually had to break up the scuffle between Leonard Fournette, the starter running back for LSU, and a few Florida Gators pregame. That is certainly something that I will go and watch when we are done here to see exactly what that scuffle was. But now here we are back at play. The ball has been spotted and Kamornik has lined up to punt. And the last one, the Gardner Webb running Bulldogs here up 10 to 7 wearing their all blacks. The Georgia Bulldogs returning to their all blacks today up on Louisiana Lafayette 28 to 7. It's been a disappointing year down there for Georgia. And here, Brendan, after all of that confusion with the five yard penalty and the repunt of the football, the ball ends up about one yard different from where it was going to have been from the previous punt return. Oh, it takes some time off the clock. Now Monmouth only has a minute 19 to work with, opposed to uh, about a minute 25, so six less seconds for Monmouth as they have deuces to both sides. The dog's out in a base 3-4 look. They bring pressure, play action. Trying to pick up the first down on the scramble there is Bahar. He gets about seven, jumps out of bounds, stops the clock at 11, 111. Of six, second and four from the So 1-11 remaining here in the first half. Man in motion left to right. Quick screen out to Ambush. Ambush gets hit and brought down in Gardner-Webb territory at the 45. They'll give him the first down. The clock will stop for a moment at 1.04. Now Monmouth only needed about 20 more yards to be in realistic range for a field goal attempt. They only have one more timeout left. Here's the snap. Pressure and brought down in the backfield. That was Corey Horn on the sack. Only a loss of about two, and there's Monmouth's timeout. Corey Horn's been all over the field today, Tyler. But Corey Horn has been involved on a lot of these. A loss earlier in this game. There's been a couple of times where we've seen him right there in the middle of things when Monmouth has tried to run the football right up the A-gap, right up the middle. 47 seconds remain. Second and 12 from the 47. A great job by Corey Horn to continue pursuit of the quarterback as it looked like Bahar was looking for some room to run as no one was open downfield. The Dogs brought only four 
And Corey Horn was the fourth man on that one, bringing some blitz pressure. Well, in this situation where Garner-Webb's secondary has to look for that long ball down the field to Reggie White Jr. again, something to certainly watch for in this situation. Two receivers each side for Monmouth. The Dogs, three down linemen. They have Aaron Cook out there. Chad Jeter is covering the slot receiver. He's done a lot of it this year. Dogs send four. Cook gets a hit in. And the pass a little too high. That one looking for the receiver, Darren Ambush. Hit as he threw, though, was the quarterback in Bihar. Aaron Cook came from the blind side. And Brendan, also something to watch right here is if Mammoth picks up seven or eight yards and doesn't get the first down, they're kind of in that no man's land where they could go for it on fourth down in this situation. The dogs come out in a dime look. Six defensive backs for Gardner Webb. Trips to the right side, out of the shotgun. Here's the snap, here comes pressure late. One-on-one -on -one opportunity looking deep over Jalen Foster. And the catch is made, it's Reggie White Jr. At the 18-yard line, Foster was there step for step. And a great throw and an even better catch there by Reggie White, toe tapping on the sideline. Well, and Reggie White Jr. already having himself a big day. That's his sixth catch here in the first half. Has the touchdown to boot to go with 97 yards, already three games this season for over 100 yards receiving, just needs three more yards to get there for the fourth time this year. Man in motion, it's the tight end. Snap, looking downfield over the middle, it's intercepted! It's picked off! Bulldog running Bulldogs in the end zone! It's Angel Guzman, the nickel corner, coming up with a huge interception in the end zone! On the senior making a big play on his senior day here at Gardner-Webb. And the Dogs will get the ball at the 20 with 31 seconds and all three timeouts. So Coach McCray, are you trying to get it downfield once more? I believe we're probably just going to see him turn around and hand off the football in this situation. Or actually we're going to go in the formation of just taking a knee. And they will do just that. With 31 seconds left, they can run it out all the way and take a 10-7 lead into the half. Angel Guzman, the hero here at the end of the first, first half, excuse me, just simply reading the eyes of the quarterback, jumping in front of the ball, making sure he hung on to the ball, and also getting the touchback, keeping Monmouth off the board. So it's 10-7 here at half. We'll see what the dogs do in the second half but even before that we have the halftime report for you we'll break down the first half and give you scores from all over the big south keep it locked right here on wgwg.org that's the deal one of the keys to a football team leaving the field victorious is having a good game plan 